The chief of staff slammed down the receiver of the telephone. The hard smack of plastic echoed through the walls of the conference room. You've got to be kidding me, he whispered. Not again. Kenny O'Donnell had just taken over as White House chief of staff. His new boss, the president, was elected handily. But the last thing this administration needed was another crisis. Head in his hands, his shoulders clenched when the phone rang. It's the president, and he wants a briefing. Now. O'Donnell walks along the long corridor, feet marching silently over the distinguished red carpeting. Portraits of leaders long forgotten line the walls. In this light, they seem to be frowning at him. Yeah, yeah, he whispers in reply. But you never had to deal with anything like this. Finally, O'Donnell reached the door to the Oval Office. He took a deep breath, fixed his tie, and walked in. Four cabinet members are gathered around the desk as the president reviews a pile of files. Mr. President, you wanted an update, sir? He nods. Very well. I just spoke to the mayor of Seattle, and it's happening again. Same as last week, sir. Twenty adult male bighorn sheep are on top of the Space Needle. (laughs) Sean, you tried so hard not to laugh. No one can get them down, sir. (laughs) The commander-in-chief turns to answer a phone call. O'Donnell is thankful for the distraction. Psst. Williams. He whispers to the communications director. Please tell me he hasn't asked about the black folder. Afraid so, O'Donnell. The black folder is plan A right now. If you're going to stop him, this is your chance. The president hangs up the phone. Mr. President, begins O'Donnell, I implore you, do not use the solution contained in the black folder. We have never reached out to that contact before. Besides, why do you think he can actually do it? Because he broke the Undertaker's streak at WrestleMania 30. (laughs) The president rises from the resolute desk, reaching for the phone. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what Brock Lesnar can do for your country. (laughs) Okay. Oh, hail to the chief, baby. You're back in the Broctagon. Welcome back. It's your boy, Sean, Cameron, and Aaron. Oh, man. It's your favorite show that you're still too ashamed to tell your friends. You got that one friend from high school. You think he might like it, but you guys haven't talked in a while, so you don't really want to reach out. This is your sign. Reach out. Yeah. Yeah. What am I saying? You should reach out. Ryan really misses you. He thinks about you a lot. (laughs) Uh, Fellas, a great question here in the Broctagon. All right. Uh, Dear Broctagon team, I live in Seattle and I've been trying to think of a good challenge for Brock in my city. So one day I was watching the Nature Channel and this is what it came to. Brock Lesnar is on the flat upper deck of the Seattle Space Needle with 20 mountain rams. Okay, like bighorn sheep. Uh, We'll say it is raining, but Brock has a pair of sneakers on to go with his UFC trunks. No weapons allowed. How many times out of 10 can Brock get all of the rams off the Space Needle? Big fan of the show, Dalton in Seattle. Thank you, Dalton. Uh, It's it's how many? 
rams? So it's 20 bighorn sheep. Oh, okay. So it, I, I had to Google this one, guys, because I just knew the Seattle Space Needle is like the big pointy thing. But there is a flat part. So like, think of the yes. think of the Seattle Supersonics logo, Aaron. Okay. The way it kind of sticks up above the city. That's the flat huh. part we're going with. Like like the place where there's like a restaurant, right? Is there a restaurant up there? I, I think, think so. There is. Yeah. But we're not talking about like the t- the tip. We're talking about like the middle part. Yeah. Where there's it, a carousel. Exactly. The the observation deck. Yes, the, the yeah, observation deck. It spins. Deck. <clears throat> Wait, it spins? I I'm almost positive it, it spins. Are you messing with me? No, yeah. Why would it need to spin? Uh because ask not why it spins. <laughs> <laughs> we did not make the space needle spin because it would be easy. We did it because it would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it spins. If you look it up it spins. Wow. How fast? If Seattle City Council wasn't a bunch of cowards, they would turn that thing into an amusement park ride. Like, you should right. be able to strap it and go, like, whip it around high above the Seattle. Yeah, you should be able to, like, lean up on the wall and not be able to stand up right. Exactly. <laughs> we're calling right. you out, Seattle City Council. Hey, <laughs> First you jerks lost the Sonics. Oh, now you man. pass up the coolest building in America. Sean, have you looked up the stats? How, how big is the platform? I haven't looked it up. I'm trying to get a size comparison for these sheep. Okay, whoa. All right. They are... Uh... Yeah, uh, bighorn sheep can get up to 150 pounds. Ooh. Whoa. You said there's 20 of them? There's 20 of them. He has to throw all 20 sheep off of the building, off the structure? Yes, yes. There are 20 bighorn sheep on top of the observation deck, which, looking at it now, I'll say it's about the size of the McDonald's in your town. It's not a very. It's not very big. Well, actually, that'd be a pretty big McDonald's. I'm trying to think yeah. of something bigger than that. It, it's about the same size as the Space Needle in your town, listener. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Think of like so if you went to the West Coast, specifically the Pacific Northwest. No, actually, I like the McDonald's thing. Yeah, it's about it's about the size of the entire McDonald's in your town, not just the lobby. Just, just go to your local Space Needle, you know, the <laughs> one by the mom and pop general store. We all have one. And, uh, you know, map out those dimensions. That's probably what it is. We really need to be converting water towers into space needles, right? That would yes, yeah. that's a much better use of resources. Drain the water, put a restaurant <laughs> up there. <Yeah. laughs> the Detroit needle's just a pile of burning cars. <laughs> yeah. it's perpetually on fire. It's just the observation deck. Just the observation deck. Okay. All right, cuz there's a lot going on in here. But they're like they're on top of the deck. They're not like in the bar or the restaurant yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. No, they they wouldn't be. They they'd all have to like pile into the elevator to to get up to there. <laughs> this is like a three minute elevator ride with Brock and twenty bighorn sheep. <laughs> Actually, aren't they like accustomed to to like cliffs and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. This so, is uh, oh they're in their habitat with unsure footing being up high. Um, yeah. Although I do want to ask you guys about the rain thing. Dalton specified it was raining. Is the rain a bigger problem for Brock or the sheep here? Uh, the rain is a non-issue. What? What? The rain is a non-issue. The observation deck is enclosed. No, no, no. They're they're on top of they're the observation the deck. They're on the roof. Yeah, yeah. I have been this misunderstanding. Either this Brock whole is going thing. over the side, or twenty bighorn sheep are going over the side. Oh my gosh! Well, I totally, I totally misunderstood this. I thought they were inside the observation deck, not on <laughs> top of it. 
So taking a look at the Space Needle top, um, we got a problem. It's it's slanted. It's slopey, yeah. yeah. It's sloped. It's not okay. Well, let's give the people an idea. We're not talking about like a 45 degree angle. It's a little slow. Like if 180 is completely flat, what do you want to call this? 155? Mm. Oh, like it's like a 10 degree. Think, so like 170. Yeah. Okay. It's still pretty slopey, but it's fine. It's not as sloped as your traditional Pizza Hut uh, roof or Catholic church sometimes. Yeah. Have you ever seen a Pizza Hut get turned into a Catholic church? Maybe that was just my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> Only the Italian saints were <laughs> celebrating there. There's a bunch of photos online of like, I think it's, I think it's called Old Pizza Hut's. Where it's like a building that was obviously a Pizza Hut, but now it's something else. Yes. And, and <laughs> oh, there's one of those in town. Yeah. 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 It's it's a ramen shop. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Back home, uh, there was a church called like Sister Mary, Mother of Light Cathedral, but it was a Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Mary, Mother of Light Cathedral. All you can eat communion, $8. <laughs> you just For Ash Wednesday, they're just like putting a little marinara sauce on your head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Be blessed, my son. <laughs> Everybody gets a personal pad communion wafer. <laughs> it's not it's not the same franchise, but Papa John's, please. It's Father Jonathan. <laughs> oh. You get one punch card for every time you read a book of the Bible, and you can trade it in for a free pizza at the end of the year. <laughs> this is like the school program? Yes. <laughs> in which you have oh. to read the entire New Testament canon for one pizza. Yeah, we decided to keep some of the old architecture in, and they just have, like, a chandelier made out of those, like, clear green glass ones that they had. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, the like middle. the stained glass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You drink communion out of those big red cups. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the stuff got to stay. They just turned the like, salad bar into a baptismal. <laughs> <laughs> Step under the sneeze guard, my child. Yeah, and there's just a silk print of the Fonz on the wall. <laughs> we tell the children he's a saint. <laughs> we save a lot of money on an organist this way. And they just go in and put a dollar into the CD player machine. Pick a him. Yeah. The Pizza Hut buffet in my town is still active. Really? It's heartbreaking because, like, you know, no one's going in there, but it's still active, which I don't know. I feel like now, as a grown man, I could get my money's worth, like my $12 or whatever it is. <laughs> just imagine a wild wolverine ro- roaming into there and just like getting a plate, piling <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on. 20 bighorn sheep walk into a pizza hut buffet. <laughs> well, now okay. we're talking. Guys, I want to change the question. <laughs> <laughs> Who could eat more pizza? 20 bighorn Brock sheep Lesnar. or Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh, man. That's, I don't know the answer to that. It's the, it's the sheep. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being crazy. <laughs> it's the sheep. I don't think. No, hold on. I don't know if I don't a bighorn sheep. I don't think Brock sheep... Lesnar could eat two pizzas. What? Two pizzas? Come on. That's a lot of pizza. That the man needs 325 calories. pounds. No, I no, he cannot eat two pizzas. I think what? he could eat two pizzas. Two I think Cameron, say what you want to say. <laughs> Brock Lesnar could definitely eat two pizzas. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say, I ate four one time. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, hold on. Let's, what do you want to call it? Pepperoni? How many calories in our pepperoni pizza? Uh, From Pizza Hut? Yeah. 3,500. Calori- oh, yeah. That's nothing to Brock. I can't believe you think Brock Lesnar couldn't eat two pizzas. I, he could eat one. This I is... think I could eat one if I tried. Yes. But so... I think t- I think the Rams could eat three or four pizzas. I don't think Rams could digest cheese. They would get too infatuated with the cinnamon sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get they get infatuated with the salad bar. That's true. Oh yeah, they go for that. Advantage, Brock. Okay, let's move on to the real question for the night. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I got ten issues. or twenty more minutes on this. <laughs> this is worse than when you guys said Brock Lesnar couldn't throw a baseball seventy miles an hour. I forgot that. We're getting distracted. We're getting. I distracted. still don't. Th- I I still don't think he could do it. We can relitigate this right now because that's that's very <laughs> dumb. No, there's no way. Yes, listen That's to a me. specific skill is pitching. 15-year-olds are throwing that with skill <laughs> and practice. Would Brock Lots Lesnar, of training, ha- growing up playing baseball. He has 200 pounds of muscle. That covers over however much 15-year-old Johnny spent in the backyard throwing to his dad. <laughs> no. Yes. No, it's a specialized skill. It is a specialized uh, skill. You're saying he would need to train. No. I'm saying right now. Brock Lesnar could, no way. could walk out in his front okay. yard and throw a baseball 70 miles an nah. hour. No, I don't I don't agree with that. I think he would need training. How much training? I think he'd need to train for like three months. Three months? Three months? Yes. Listen, he could do it in one hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm serious. I think the two of you, I think the two of you right now could go out in your front lawn and throw a baseball 50 miles an hour. Five zero. I agree with that. But that's that's a big jump. It's not. 50. Five zero miles an hour. 50? Yes. Me? Yes. I don't have that confidence in myself. Cameron. With a high ally stick, maybe. I. (laughs) With a tennis racket. I think if I tried that and I succeeded, I think I would have to go to the hospital. This? (laughs) Your arm is just gone at the elbow. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it it went with the ball. Still holding the ball. (laughs) This is one of the few times I know our listeners are thinking Sean is correct. Or actually, they think that no. all the time. This is one of the many times <laughs> our listeners are like, Sean is right. These other two guys are foolish. No, I would give Brock one month of training. You got to work up to that. All right. Hold on. My buddy Josh played in college. I'm going to call him. Oh. Is the mic picking it up? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Listen, man, before you say anything, you're on the Broctagon right now. Don't freak out. We need some advice from you. I know you played college baseball. Could Brock Lesnar throw a baseball 70 miles an hour right now? Yes. Curious. What? Thank you, Josh. Is it because he's a giant hulking freak of a man? Sean, you would be 55 miles an hour. So I think Brock's got another 15. You played ball your whole life. When did you start throwing 70? 15 years old. Sean is correct again. Josh, thank you so much, buddy. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Of course. Josh from Cleveland, out. Josh. Never, never listen to the show again. We don't want you here. You're not our kind of person. No, no, no Josh, you're exactly our kind of person. That, that was, you know what? I'm, I'm more impressed by Josh's demeanor he throughout the whole thing. He, he, you acted like that was so normal. Most people pass out. 
That's why we never called anyone. Josh has been putting up with my crap for a long time. He's okay with that question. No way. All right, so do you recant your incorrect statement? Not even close. Not even close. We just talked to a college baseball player. Do no, I need I'm to good. get Mariana Rivera on the phone? Yeah. What, yeah. Do you have him? If you can call A-Rod. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do it. Well, okay. Siri, call I'm, Madison Bumgarner. I've never played baseball. I'm, I'm willing to take Josh's assessment. Uh, I, I'll, I'll recant my statement. Sure. We have a listener question from Jose C. <laughs> my good buddy mark m yeah <laughs> short of brock i think jose canseco would be the next best guest on this show yes I'm, <laughs> open invitation oh, jose jose i know you're a big listener you've been asking to come on for a long time i finally got them to agree please come on the honestly show. really just any famous person <laughs> I mean, beggars can't be choosers. You know what I mean? Anyone in our lives that isn't ashamed of us, you are welcome on the show. Guys, we don't have a lot of time left. We have to. Yeah, yeah, true. That's our original question. Okay, really quick though, who would be your your go to non brock guest to have on this show? Dennis Rodman. Oh, that's a great pick, Dennis Rodman. That's a great pick. Yeah, you guys are going two and three in the draft. I just stole. I got Victor Wembenyama just now. Oh, not when you hear my pick. Uh. (laughs) We're calling you out, Pope Francis. We'll see you next (laughs) week. (laughs) Welcome to the Pontifagon. (laughs) (laughs) Violence in the Vatican. Next week on the Broctagon. (laughs) <laughs> the saint of pain. <laughs> How do we come back to Catholicism twice in one episode? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are either of you guys Catholic? No. no we, we should probably apologize. Yeah. Uh. He throws someone off a steel cage and calls it a Hail Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Hail in a cell. <laughs> there it is. Gabe, you got a guest? Do I have a guest? Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe like Emerald Lagasse. <laughs> what? <laughs> Actually, he might be helpful with the big horn sheep eating pizza question. <laughs> I don't think we've hardly addressed the question at all. I don't, you know, not even a little bit. <laughs> Went on a Pizza Hut tangent. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's just do it. Three. No, two. wait, 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 wait. Are you guys? Let, let, yeah, I let got me it. know when you're locked in. I'm, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. God, oh, no, I just thought of something oh, else. Man, I don't know. Okay, I'm locked in. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. Me too. All right, I got it. Okay, it, it's three, two, one. Brock Lesnar wins. Blank times out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Ready. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Brock Lesnar wins, wins, wins nine three times, times out of ten. ten. <laughs> Sean, did you say nine? Nine. What? What did, what did you say? Three. You both said, I said three? three. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, let me lead uh, us off. Ex- explain yourself, let Sean. Me, let me lead us off. 
I was I was down with you guys. I was down. I was like, this is not good. Like he can't punch them. They're used to blunt force trauma because they butt heads with each other. They're up yeah. high. That doesn't scare them. The altitude's all good. But then I remembered. <laughs> Swear to God. Say it. I swear to God. No, 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 no. No, just listen to me. Listen to me. Habitat-wise, Brock Lesnar broke the Undertaker's streak at WrestleMania. <laughs> People forget about that. People forget about that. Also, a sub-point to that, this is less compelling. Brock Lesnar could break their legs. Nothing can target a big horn sheep's leg. If he kicks it one time in the leg, it's got a broken leg incapacitated. And then he's just grabbing it and throwing it over the side. My thing is the environment. It is a sloped roof. Slope is a big deal. It is a sloped roof. Slope is also, that's okay. The winds are going to be crazy. In fact, you know, this is probably one of those instances where nobody wins. Like Brock Lesnar and the sheep are probably going to get blown off just by mother nature. (laughs) They're going to face off and the building is struck by lightning and they all just cry (laughs) and drop dead. (laughs) I think my biggest problem is I think they're used to walking on slopes at high altitudes. So uh-huh. I don't think he could just like throw it and it would slide. I feel like they would have great traction. Yeah. So he would have to get close to the edge to mm. throw one off. And at that point, I feel like one of them just or a group of them just ram him from behind. Yeah. This is where I disagree as far as their abilities go. I think they have great traction in their normal habitat, which is rocks and sand and sticks and vegetation. This is completely smooth and flat. Remember, this is the roof. The whole thing is designed yeah. to be smooth and flat, so rain and snow and ice, that stuff can all slide off with no friction. I think they have to have traction So the to answer have friction. is they all fall off? Yeah, no, they no, no, all no. slide off. They all it's die. Like, it's, it's, it's like the ultimate slip and slide. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. I think they would have a hard time getting around up there. So, so would Brock. He's got sneakers on, for God's sake. Yeah, that's going to be different traction. What? That's sneakers? The whole, yes, that's a point of what sneakers. What kind of sneakers? Keep knocking my headphone out. You're making me so mad. What are, yeah, that's okay, Cameron. <laughs> for the first time in the whole episode, I'm on Sean's side. What? Yes, <laughs> you're coming you think around. Sneakers are slippery. <laughs> what do you think basketball <laughs> players wear? <are? laughs> I, I think on a wet Seattle roof, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, that's the point of rubber. Is that it doesn't slip when it's wet? That's like the whole appeal. God, we need a scientist on this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Okay, my, yeah, my backup from Dennis Rodman is the engineer who made the space needle. Oh, 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 Frick, I know who I want. I know who I want. Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> he was a wrestler. He wrestled in college. That's right. That's a great point. Oh, my gosh. He might yeah, be we the need perfect him. guest. We need him and Jane Goodall. Oh, yeah. I would feel guilty having Jane Goodall on. Like, I somehow feel as though we're undoing her work with every episode. (laughs) (laughs) You know who I want on? I want to invite um, Steve Irwin's son, who's kind of doing the Steve Irwin thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert, Robert, yeah, yeah, Robert Irwin. My problem is, though, I think if he talked to us for 30 minutes, we would alter the course of his life, and he would just stop (laughs) caring about animals and stop caring, start caring about Brock Lesnar fighting animals. He's there, like, doing surgery on Iguana, and he's just looking at it like, maybe you could kill Brock Lesnar. (laughs) (laughs) Robert, you okay in there? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, everything's fine. Everything's good. 
it's just like he's just, just like gluing spikes onto that iguana. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see him suplex you now, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the mad scientist in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Robert, come quickly. Someone broke in last night and taped a whole bunch of guns to a zebra. <gasps> what? <laughs> they, they, they did? <laughs> they didn't shoot the targets left behind, right? I mean, where? Hey, question about last night. Did the zebras happen to be able to pull the trigger using the string that was tied to the trigger from their hooks? <laughs> no? Oh, man. That's, this is all bad. <laughs> you, you talking about Robert Irwin operating on an iguana just made me think, what if, God forbid, there's someone who listens to this podcast who's a surgeon? <laughs> This is the only way that they can keep calm during surgery. And as they are conducting <laughs> life-saging surgery, they are listening to us or thinking about the things that we have said. I think, guys, I think we might be doing the problem with the American healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> Is a violation of the Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> Every time. We are doing harm. We didn't take a vow. That's your problem. We took a vow to do as much harm as possible. <laughs> Sean, uh, who's our guest next week? Oh, man. Another great episode of The Brock to God. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we've got a great guest coming on the show, Aaron. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. NBA superstar LeBron James. No way. Whoa. I know. I know. No, no. He's he's coming on the show. Uh, he's promoting a book about his upbringing. It's called From Humble Beginnings: How I Overcame the Struggles of Being the Only Six Eight Second Grader to Achieve Basketball Greatness. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>